You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You're very, very welcome to our session today where we discuss the Akashic Records. My name is Ahanu and we have with us our beloved Angel Rose. And Angel Rose has published a book called The Nature of Reality. And in the beginning of that book, there are questions about what is source's definition of the Akashic Records. So let's begin by asking that question and reading the answer to it. What is source's definition of the Akashic Records? It is a field of information like streams of color or spheres of light, and not necessarily language. It is similar to different frequency bands of information that vibrate as different colors or resonance as sounds. It is part of the collective consciousness where everything that ever was or ever will be resides. It's the same thing as saying that it is the all that is. Once something is added to it, it is, in other words, it exists. Once something exists, it's there in the field and it registers as different colors or frequencies of information. So that's a fantastic place for us to begin because that's source's definition of the Akashic Records. Angel Rose, tell us what's your experience of the Akashic Records and where did this fantastic book come from, The Nature of Reality? All right, well, the, the Akashic Records is really like a data bank of creation. You know, Source describes it as streams of color. It's because that's the way it can evidence itself sometimes with the information. But it's really like a vast library where everything that has ever occurred in creation exists. It's like a living record. I say living because when you're in the Akashic Records, you have a full sensory experience. In other words... It's not just data dictating itself to you. It's a, a living, feeling, informational field that gives you a whole sense and a whole understanding of events and the purpose of events and what they were about. And we all have our own book in the Sakashic Record. I don't really see it as a book, though. I mean, in the beginning I did where I was going into a library and pulling out a book and reading from it. But that's not how it works today for me. Today, when I'm in the records, I'm just in this living field of information, and it will appear as beams of color or shapes at first to give me an assessment of whoever it is I'm reading. I'll get a feeling from those colors. I'll get a summary, basically, of what the spiritual energy is like. Mm -hmm. From there, I start getting visuals. I may see past lifetimes of a person. I might get like what their soul is doing here now. I may see themes in different lives of what their soul did or didn't do. Basically, like I say, a data bank of creation, but a living feeling data bank. Mm -hmm. You mentioned their events. And there have been a series of events that have 
brought you to sunny California and we can hear that beautiful warm wind in the wind chimes there behind you and it's a beautiful sound. But when you speak about events, Angel Rose, it presupposes, to me anyway, that there are sequences and therefore there is time. And that leads us to our very next question, which is about time in the beginning of the book. And it says, if all time is simultaneous, how does it register something as already having happened? And the answer to that is, once something has happened, it's there. It doesn't have a distinction with time. It's rather part of the whole, which is timeless. It does not distinguish amongst past, present, or future. It just is. Can you talk to us about that for a few moments? Well, yeah, it was a question somebody had asked about how, basically the question was, how do the Akashic Records record an event? I mean, how do they do that? And Source's answer was, it just is. You know, like as soon as something happens, it's there. There isn't any time delay. Right. Okay, it's just a simultaneously event. It's kind of the same thing that, that with our bodies. The truth is, is whenever we have any kind of feeling, the whole body feels it at the same time. It's not like, oh, first we feel it in our heart and then it might go down to our arms or our legs. The whole body registers it as having happened. Okay, so it's very similar. The records are very similar in that as soon as something happens, it's there. I think what we don't understand is we're in a living universe. We're in a living field. It's alive. It doesn't miss anything. Not, and we miss more than it misses. You know, they say if, when you die and you have your past life review that every bug you walk by is there. So things that don't register to our consciousness are still being recorded. Right. It's just something that just happens in the moment. But are we the only ones that can perceive time in its linear aspect? Well, that's an interesting question. No, I don't think so. I, I don't know how other creatures experience time. I'm sure they do, though, because they're here and they go from birth to death. Right. And that implies that they're under some sort of physics of time. Right. Because they grow, they develop, you know, at certain ages, and then their life ends. And creature has a different experience of that. Yes. Now, for those listeners who are not aware of how this book came about, The Nature of Reality, can you explain how the group records began? And then I'm going to lead that into the question about what would be the purpose of Akashic Records? Why would there be Akashic Records there at all? But first answer, how... The, the book began, how the group Akashic Record sessions began. Okay, because I was a tarot reader for 35 years. And let's just say there was a point in my evolution where I, where I came upon the records and then I formally learned to read them. So I switched from giving tarot readings to personal Akashic Record readings. Okay. But when people would come to me, they would be asking me a lot of questions among their personal questions, but they'd ask bigger questions such as, you know, 2012 was coming up. So people wanted to know what was going to happen. They were concerned about the financial collapse. They were concerned about the epidemic of suicides, for example. There were so many of these questions that we decided to hold group sessions in Ireland 
this was back in 2009. And to have people just come to the group and bring only those big questions, not personal questions. So we went into the records. What I found was that Source was answering those questions directly. So it became kind of a weekly event, you know, that people would come every week with their questions. And then sometimes they felt that they weren't getting enough information about one particular subject. So we started incorporating meetings that were just topics, specific topics. Yes. So what you're holding in your hand is really uh, transcripts of questions people asked about life and time and consciousness and God. And the first book I wrote, A Time of Change, dealt with other questions, dealt with this time of change that we're in. It dealt with our true selves. It dealt with healing and how to, how to look at the events and the climate change and everything that's going on in our world today. So each book holds particular topics or themes. That's why that book's called The Nature of Reality, because people ask so many questions about reality. Mm-hmm. And that book ended up being a story about how we are meant to become God-men. But within that, there's a lot of different topics that get discussed. So the next question that would have come then from those participants in those group sessions followed on from the others about the definition of the Akashic Records. What's the, what's the purpose? Why would there be a reason at all to have such a vast library of information about individuals and events? The answer that's here is the Akashic Records are for God's pleasure and our pleasure. It is the same as asking what's the purpose of existence because they are one and the same. The Akashic records are records of existence, of everything that exists, and existence is for God's pleasure. How's that for an answer? Uh, that is just marvelous. <laughs> no, that, that was a very interesting answer because right away you get the feeling from source of a, a benevolent creator. Yes. Somebody who wants happiness and delights in existence and delights mm-hmm. in the expressions of creation in all their myriads of forms and diversities. Yes. And that it's pleasurable and that pleasure is what we're here for as well. And that's the purpose of life, actually, is to yes. create and express and, and be happy. Yes. Now, another question that had, used to puzzle me years ago and puzzles a lot of people, hence it became an integral part of this first chapter about the records is, are the records open to everyone all at the same time? Or are some records closed or sealed? Because we often hear that they're only open to certain people with certain levels of consciousness or you have to be an ascended master or you have to be aware and (laughs) all these kind of different criteria. So are they open to everybody to read the records? Well, they are open to everybody to read the records. There isn't any knowledge that's forbidden. Right. Not from source anyway. Not to say that there aren't other beings who hold knowledge from us Mm -hmm. on planet and off planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what, what's really the key about the records is your ability to, to read them or to downstep that information. 
Right. So even though the records are available to everyone, not everyone has the same level of awareness to be able to downstep that information and spit it out exactly as it is, is uh, exactly as it is, I guess I should say. So your state of consciousness, the condition of your brain, actually, has a lot to do with what levels of information you can tap into or access. Uh, I'm even aware of some of my own limitations, self-imposed, I must say, you know, not imposed by God's source whatsoever, but my own ability, my own intuitive, intuitive ability, my own brain, how well I can receive, how well I've cleared away any sort of my own perceptual filters about what I think an answer should be. You're mentioning two things there. You're mentioning the brain as well as your own awareness. So do you think that there's a, a physical limitation in terms of the capacity or ability of the brain or the training of the brain as well as a kind of a spiritual awareness? There is a condition of the brain too because, you know, if, even when you read old teachings, they talk about the activation of the pineal gland, for example. Right, yes. Okay. Understanding that the pineal gland seems to be able to emit hormones that lead to hormones and chemicals let's just say that open up the doorways to higher consciousness right so for many people their pineal gland does not work that way in their brain it can be as simple as considering it a muscle that hasn't been exercised it is the reason why when a lot of people get attuned to spiritual disciplines such as reiki or if somebody's a meditator for many years or somebody practices a certain type of yoga, they will eventually start exercising that gland. And all of a sudden, it starts becoming active. And when it does, it starts releasing different chemicals, which give you different experiences of God. Now, if you're somebody who uses drugs or mind-altering substances continually, that puts holes in the brain. Okay, dark holes. And so in terms of your ability to receive information, you're not going to have the whole enchilada gotcha. to be able to do that. Okay, so that's part of it. Okay, that's part of it. And that's why there's psychic exercises where people focus and concentrate on a candle, for example, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that they're putting attention, they're kind of watering their higher centers by focusing their attention and disciplining themselves in that way. They're exercising. Now, that's a beautiful place, Angel Rose, for us to bring our little session this morning to a close because you actually teach people how to open those centers in the brain as part of Learn to Read the Akashic Records online session. Can you tell us about how the online workshop works in terms of teaching people how to read the Akashic Records? Well, it'll be just like this, is you and I are looking at each other right now. Instead of just the two of us, you'll see pictures of everybody who's participating online. It will be the first online Akashic Record training that we've had. I, I didn't think it would work well, but then I did teach one person who requested to be taught. And her and it was a factor of the distance, wasn't it? The person it was, couldn't attend. The person was, yes. was in Europe. Yes. So it worked out really well. Okay, so we decided to give this a go. 
we will be sharing the manual on screen. We'll be going through the manual. There's writing exercises. There's psychic exercises. There's there's other exercises in there to stimulate and open you up to deeper self-honesty, but also some concentration and focus exercises. Right. And then, of course, we were going to learn three different ways to get into the Akashic Records. And then there'll be practice. You know, they'll practice amongst one another. But they can actually go to the events page on World of Empowerment and see all of the events that are listed. And it specifies quite clearly which ones are online and which are physical workshops. And we do the physical because people love coming to sunny San Diego, Ohana, and they love coming to Ireland. Absolutely. Yes, yes. It's so fun to be with people in person anyway. That's yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I love people. Yes. Well, we look forward to that immensely. And we will post online here the link to the worldofempowerment.com forward slash events page and you'll be able to go there and see all the upcoming events online and the physical workshops so it's been an absolute delight as always Angel Rose and we invite our listeners and our viewers to join us on World of Empowerment by simply going to worldofempowerment.com and sign up there and you will get access to some of the free sessions that we've done in the past and you will be amazed at some of the questions that people ask, but more so the answers. They are never before heard answers from the Akashic Records. So that's been wonderful, Angel Rose. We look forward to our next session next Saturday morning at 10 o'clock Pacific time. And if you'd like to come on the show, if you've got some spiritual business or you have some passion that you'd like to talk about and would interest our listeners and our viewers, please contact us at worldofempowerment.com forward slash contact. Thank you, Ahanu. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.